Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Talk the Talk. Unfortunately, this will be the last podcast episode, but don't worry, because it'll be a good one. I'm going to jump right in because we have a lot to cover. This past week was a pretty hectic. I finished making my product, and I had expo night. In the final stages of Midstone, I'd created an interactive box as my product. It consisted of four panels on the outside and four panels on the inside with information about my topic, same-sex relationships. The cool part about my box is that when you lift the top off, the sides would fall, revealing the inside panels. Despite how happy I am that I was able to complete a final product, the experience and the product itself were nowhere near what I was expecting. It makes sense that my product isn't what I anticipated because, like I mentioned in the last episode, I was out sick for a while, so I had to make several compromises in order to have a product at all. Even so, the products I planned to to make while I was sick is not what it is now. At first, I was hoping I could have a different color background to the box or a different material to make it look more finished instead of just the cardboard background. I also was originally going to make a journal on the inside of the box instead of making the inside panels, but because it was time-consuming, I had to think of another idea. If I had more time, I probably would have made the outside panels the same as my inside panels by using the vinyl printer for all of them, which would have created a more finished look. Keeping this in mind, I think my product was more in the stage of test and evaluation than publish and produce, but I'm still happy with the outcome. This was probably the hardest part of this stage, as accepting that it wouldn't be perfect is often difficult for me. I wanted to create a product that would be as finished as everyone else's, but that was simply unachievable, and this was a hard pill to swallow. In spite of all this, I'm proud I kept going and made something, instead of what may have turned out to be a slideshow. I'm much happier that I presented the box instead of no product at Expo Night, even if it wasn't what I had imagined and wasn't completely finished. Speaking of Expo Night, it was a really good experience. I think the most memorable experience from Expo Night was when one person came up to my station and was just so genuinely interested in my topic. She asked really good questions and even took pictures afterwards to show her friends. I could tell she was not only interested in what my topic was, but also interested in how passionate I was about it, because she even encouraged me to pursue it in college. It was just really nice to see someone so interested in something I care a lot about. And that's what a lot of this night was about. I think I was most proud of my ability to relay information of what I had learned. It was super fun to share what I knew and honestly surprising to see how much I had retained and was able to present from memory in front of people. I also continued to learn during Expo Night on how to effectively present. I learned when to give space for people to ask questions, how I could use hand gestures and body language to engage my viewers, and what key information I should share for my project. I think that last part was super important, especially since my product had a lot of information on it. I quickly figured it would be an overload of information, so after a few people came by, I learned which were the most important people to mention and found my group. Now before we go on, it's time for this week's Queer Queries, a segment in which I answer a question regarding LGBTQ plus topics. This week's question is, Who are some famous queer writers in Massachusetts? This is a great question, and we have a few. The most well-known writer is probably Emily Dickinson, who you may have heard from the recent TV show called Dickinson. Emily Dickinson was a poet and was in a long-time relationship with Susan Gilbert, and Dickinson lived in Amherst. 
Another queer writer from Massachusetts is Catherine Lee Bates, who was a student and eventually professor at Wellesley College. Even a partner, Catherine Komen, was both a student and later on a professor at Wellesley College. And Catherine Bates actually has an elementary school in her name to commemorate her contributions. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. I had a fulfilling end to Midstone, and I learned a lot during the process about myself. More specifically, I learned about being proactive and how to compromise. I talked more in depth about this last week, as coming back from sick made me realize that sometimes things happen to us that are out of our control. And it was a good chance for me to learn how to keep working in spite of unexpected changes. I also learned how much I valued getting feedback, and mostly how much I valued having a physical product instead of just sharing content. I thought it was very interesting how I didn't like the thought of not having something physical to share at Expo. And I think it was because I assumed that it would make my content less impactful or the message less impactful or that people would think I didn't put in as much work. Looking back now, I realized that sharing the content itself is impactful in its own way. And I learned that a product is just a tool, not the end goal. I think because I got sick and was short for time, my process became more focused on creating a physical product than to create a vessel to share my content. And now I realize that this thinking won't help my message be more impactful. Though I didn't realize this sooner in the process, I plan on keeping this in mind for future projects as I gain opportunities to engage in the full project process. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Talk the Talk, and I'll see you next time. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.